This is episode 290 of Bella in Your Business. You love to take care of the pets, but not the busy work that comes with running a pet care business. Meet Ginger, the best in show dog daycare, boarding, and grooming software. Ginger is packed with time-saving features that make running your pet care business easier. And your customers will love booking appointments from the Pet Parent mobile app. More tail wags, less busy work. Say hello to the simplicity with Ginger. Visit gingerapp.com forward slash Bella to claim your free one month subscription. That's G-I-N-G-R-A-P-P dot com forward slash Bella to claim that one month free subscription. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today we're going to talk about something that's actually pretty interesting. We're going to be talking all about why you should job share. (laughs) Yeah. Now, before you go and hit skip to the next episode, um, I want you to hear me out here because I've got two really big reasons today that I want you to think about. And we talked about this in a prior episode. We started talking a little bit about it when we were talking about sales. We were talking about how do we get sales, especially in going to be a volatile market, right? You might be a dog walking company or pet sitting company, but you might be a dog walking company that does not want to do any more vacation. Why? Because you don't want to do the weekends or AM and PM. I got you, boo. I understand. And so if anyone comes in and says, hey, we need a dog walker, we're going on vacation. And you know we have someone staying at the house, but we need someone to exercise our dog in the middle of the day. And you're like, hell to the no. Mm, we're going to talk about that today. If you also are a pet sitting company and someone calls you and they say, hey, we just want you to come in the mornings or just midday, we have someone sleeping over. Or maybe they're like, we just want you to come in the morning to let them out because we have someone coming in the evening or our neighbor can check in the evening, but we just need coverage in the morning. And you're like, Mm-mm, nope, nope, I can't do it. No. No, we're not going to do that anymore, you guys. And I'm going to tell you why today. I'm going to give you some food to think about, some food to chew on, some bones to chew on. I really want you to think about this concept because hear me out. Try not to completely negate me first and just hear me out. I've got two really, really good things that I want to tell you about. And the reason why I'm thinking more creative right now is simply because we are now in a time where we have to figure out how we're going to keep our sales up. Now you might be saying to me, oh, Bella, I can't hire fast enough right now. And that's fine because mark my words right now, it's June, July, 2022, and we are heading for the big R. Yep. We have been through recessions before. They are coming soon. They're going to come out and say we are in a recession. And when that happens, people are going to get really scared. They're already scared and they're already trying to figure out how they're going to tighten their belt or freaking out about gas prices or freaking out about stuff that they can't really do anything about. All right. And people are making a lot of more decisions out of fear, out of fear. Like, oh, I can't really afford a full-blown pet sitter, but I know I kind of need one. So this is the way I'm going to do it. 
I know that my dog really should get walked every single day and I have all this guilt, but I'm not really sure I can trust someone or rely on someone to come or love my dog the way that they do. Guys, as I've been saying this entire podcast, and hopefully you've been you know, really heeding my warnings here, I predicted that the summer was going to be gangbusters, especially for pet sitters, but that the dog walkers are going to start to see a taper off. And this podcast is really for pet sitters and dog walkers alike, because I really want you to think about how you can get your sales up. You're going to have to start being creative. It's not like just going and getting a booth at an event this summer. It's more than that. And we talk about it in the mastermind. It's not just about sending an email to someone, basically asking them for more business. It's more than that. There's more of a strategy to it. And there's more of a strategy to today. So the next time someone asks you to job share, I want to encourage you to say yes. And here's why. I really feel like it's an archaic thought process that was picked up a long time ago in the industry. When the industry started in the 90s, I think that it's right up there with people who say that independent contractors cost less. That's a big liability. It's just archaic. And we really need to start thinking about things a different way. We actually have insurance. As professional pet sitters, you have insurance. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. This is what actually inspired this podcast. I saw someone literally write and say, our insurance won't cover us if we job share. And guys, that's just not true. That's not true. And I'm going to prove it. I actually reached out to my dear friend, Dave Purcell from Business Insurance, the Carolinas. And I asked him, hmm, is that true? Is that real? Is that for real? And here's what he had to say. I'm going to read you his email to me. He said, hi, Bella. Hope all is well. I received your phone message. You're absolutely correct that you're still covered by insurance if job sharing. <laughs> Wait, let me read that again. You're absolutely correct that you're still covered by insurance if job sharing. But now here is where it gets a little hairy and what I'm going to kind of break down for you too. I'm going to read it all the way through, then we're going to talk about it. He said, however, I typically recommend that if you're going to be sharing jobs with a nanny, a neighbor, a teenage son, daughter, or even another dog walker or pet sitter, that you get a release or an addendum signed by the owner, releasing you of any liability while others are also in and out of the home. Unfortunately, over the years, we have seen many claims involving theft of clients' property, as well as property damage and injuries to pets that get blamed on the insured pet sitter or dog walker, especially when the person they share the job with does not have any insurance. We've also seen claims denied as there was no concrete proof who caused the incident. Neither of these situations work out well but it increases both liability and the potential for denied claim if no proof can be established. It is certainly fine to job share if the client wishes to increase their liability exposure and do so, but I do recommend amending contract language to have the client hold our insured harmless for a liability or theft while others are in and out of the home. So here you go, you guys. There is a difference between what has happened and perpetuated in the industry where people have said, no, our insurance won't cover you, to what can actually happen. When I had my former company from 2002 to 2016, if the person seemed really annoying, I would tell them, no, we don't job share. But sometimes I would job share. And I would literally just have them reply back to my email per my lawyer's suggestion. You should go talk to your own lawyer 
or you can probably put it in your service contract to say something like, if anyone else has access to your home during our service contract, we are not responsible for anything. Like, obviously that's not the legal jargon for it, but that could even be housekeepers. That could be plant waterers. (laughs) They had that here in Scottsdale. It could be all of those things. So I want you to really think about it's just a simple addendum and you could talk to your lawyer about it. But what would that mean? That would mean that maybe someone's going away and you started coming in and walking their dog and you actually got to gain the trust of someone. Maybe you did such an excellent job of communicating with them, following up after they got back and really showing that you really honor them as a pet parent and you honor them as someone who is giving you money, who is feeding your business, that they then decide, you know what? I just only want to deal with Bella's House of Pets today, my former company. Think about it, you guys. Just think about it. There's always things are always figure outable. And in a time where we're going to be starting to try to figure out how can we get more clients as dog walks start dropping off, as this revenge vacation starts to simmer down now, like in the fall and in the winter, I'm telling you, you guys have to consider this. It's not going to be that big of a deal. It's really not. I've done it before. Now, the second thing that I want to tell you about is the reason why I say it's not that big of a deal because I know a lot of you out there are still caring for pets that are too scared to come out of a cage. So you have to coax them or the dogs that are pulling on leashes and don't just walk very easily on a leash. What about that liability? What about that workman's compensation liability when that scared dog does a reactive bite? Not everyone on your staff knows how to do that. I would argue that you taking clients like that, which I know is also an industry-wide thing that a lot of people do, people do not have hard lines until something happens, until they have to put in a workman's comp claim, a hand gets bitten off, a face gets bitten off. These are all things that I've experienced or written about until those things happen. That's when people start having stricter policies. No, we will not walk your dog if your dog is constantly yanking on us or has reactive tendencies to any kind of dog, car, wildlife as we walk. Because it's going to yank the shoulder off of your employee and hurt them. You guys, I think it's a lot less liability job sharing than taking on some of the clients that you might take on. So I really want you to consider this. This is not something to be taken lightly. I really want you to consider why do you have this no job share policy? Is it really because you've just perpetuated what you've heard online and in all these groups with people saying things to you like, oh, we can't job share because our insurance won't cover it. (laughs) Well, guess what? Boom. I just told you, JV Purcell, like the Mac daddy, (laughs) the OG of pet sitting and dog walking insurance from business insurers, the Carolinas literally says, yes, we will cover you. However, this is what's happened. And these are the kind of, you know, legal things that you might want to consider in your contract. It is possible. It is figure outable. Think about the thousands of dollars of revenue that you might be losing out on. And then go back to my other episode where I talked about, yeah, go dog walk for somebody Monday through Friday for one or two weeks. Be the most amazing communicator during that. Send them the most beautiful pictures because you know that their friend, neighbor, relative, kid next door, or maybe even the other pet sitting company is not as bomb ass as you are. And they're not sending those amazing photos or those amazing words 
because you have your staff all trained, maybe through pet care team training, <laughs> plug, plug there, through how exactly to communicate with clients and care notes, what exactly to say to get their emotional strings strumming, if you will, all right? What possibility could that turn into to saying, you know what, I really miss Rufus and we had such a great time the last two weeks. I was wondering if he missed me too. Do you notice him looking at the door? Four signs your dog might miss us and we might have to come back a couple times a week. Would you be open to that? Have conversations with people. Ask for the sale. Nobody's asking for the sale. When was the last time that you bought something that you felt excited to give someone money? Create an experience where people are excited to give you money and they want to choose you over their family friend. And they don't care how much it costs because the peace of mind is all they need. I'm sure I have ruffled some feathers as I tend to do frequently, or I've got you thinking about your policy and should we really not job share and where did it originate from? And is it possible? Guys, change is good. Change is evolution. And you may or may not decide to do this. And I am not here to make that decision for you. I am here to give you some food to think about, some bones to chew on. I am here to make you think about how are ways that you can get more business. And I really hope that this has been exciting for you. We'll be back with another episode next week. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned for you as we get up to episode 300. This has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Please don't forget that when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.